money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I am. Well, that's a good thing because this is the show where Dave and Reb, that's me and you, talk about the hard issues around money. Yes. And today it's just you and me. Yes. No guests in the studio with us. So. No, but we're keeping going with the, our series. Yeah, we got a continuation of the series. Uh, and if you haven't tracked along the series, each month of the 2020 year, so each month of the year, we're just tracking along, um, just talking about what is your reference point and basically looking at that from different angles and different perspectives and, and uh, speaking directly to that idea of what is your reference point when it comes to money. So if you missed the January, February show, because we're now in March, you can go back to morethanenough.ca and download the show there, the, or the player is right there, so there's no special tools you need. And of course, if you're uh, listening on a podcast, uh, feel free to, to just reference back to the podcasts in January, February. You'll see them there on the month, and we, we try and highlight them in the in the um, in the subject line so mm-hmm. you'll know, okay, that's the reference point show. Yes. So, mm-hmm. so on with the show. This is an exciting one because I am passionate about purpose. And, uh, um, you know, we know the, the proverb that talks about without vision. What is it? Without vision, people the perish. people perish, right? And mm-hmm. so uh, I, I sometimes want it without purpose, the people perish. And that's a lot of peace. <laughs> and then we, we get all. But uh, the, the reality is, is this is one of my favorite topics when we're talking about money, because I really see money as the tool. It's, it's, it's the tool to get stuff done. Mm-hmm. But if we don't know what we're actually trying to accomplish, what the purpose is, then we spend money in all kinds of silly or crazy or maybe ineffective ways. And and we go, well, why did I do that? Well, let's dig into that a little bit today and say, well, sometimes, sometimes the reason that we spend money is it's just we have no idea what we're actually using the tool of money to build or to mm-hmm. do or to what we want it to accomplish. Um, and so purpose is is just one of the kind of guiding core things that we want to use as a reference point if we're going to compare ourselves to anything um let's not compare ourselves to our neighbors (laughs) because their purpose is different they might not understand their purpose either they might not even think about their purpose and a lot of times what motivates what we what what motivates us is, uh, we're going to talk in a minute but about two other P words, mm-hmm. um, but before we get too far into that, mm-hmm. we really want to reiterate that our, your reference point is really important in our mm-hmm. culture because we're bombarded every day by a culture that provides tons of reference points, like beach holidays, a bigger house, nicer cars, um, you know, a better looking husband or wife, uh, <clears throat> better school, you know, greater hockey program, a greater gymnastics program, 
excuse me, you know, all of those reference points affect our thinking about how we spend money. And it's like Dave already said, if we don't have that purpose, if we don't have that uh, purpose like a, a North Star, and I'm going to read a definition of purpose in a minute where that's referenced, that then we will get sidetracked. We will get distracted by what we see around us. And then that becomes these short-term goals for us with our money. Mm-hmm. Um, when you, we think about purpose, I I went to Google and this is what it says. It's the reason for which something is done or created or which for which something exists. The dream giver, now this is my part, not Google dream giver author Bruce Wilkinson calls purpose our North Star. It is our reference marker. Knowing our purpose is what motivates us and gets us out of bed in the morning. When we talk about purpose, we talk about it as our anchor when making financial decisions. It is an understanding of what we were born to be and do. It is the reason you are alive. It is your big why. And Dave already referenced Proverbs 29 verse 18. Scripture says that people perish where there is no vision. In the amplified version of that scripture, it says, where there is no vision or revelation of God and his word, the people are unrestrained. Unrestrained, sorry. But happy and blessed is he who keeps the law of God. And I think our we might use the word vision, or it does in scripture, but it ties in so much with purpose for you individually. And, you know, you, you can hear us throwing out this P word. We're going to say it a lot this morning. <laughs> but really, what's motivating you? You know, um, our motivation, I even defined that. It's the reason, or re- the reason or reasons we're acting or behaving in a particular way. So if you are, I was thinking, if you're in university, and my son is in university uh, this year again, and he's going to be there a few more years, he has a purpose in mind. That diploma to get that job that he is longing to get is part of his reason for getting up in the morning. It's motivating him. It's why he tree planted for two summers. It's why he uh, works in the summer to get an income to help pay for that education. He he knows how much money he has. He knows why he is spending it the way he is. And um, he's going forward because that's his purpose, that mm-hmm. university degree to get a, to get a uh, career in a field he loves. And and that's and I mean just boiling it right down to that he is making money and then spending money to get an education. That's that's right now. Yes. That's his purpose. And so, you know, looking at that and and then we can we can apply that same principle simply to a lot of areas in our own lives, right? Um and this is where it in a sense it 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 becomes revelatory. We all of a sudden go, well, "Wait a minute. If if the neighbor's purpose um, and we don't know the conversation that our neighbor necessarily has, in, in, but we look from the outside and we see them spending all kinds of money renovating their house. Um, and then we go, oh, well, maybe I should renovate the, my house because, well, the neighbor is and, you know. That's kind of well, what happens at the Joneses, we t- and right? We think we talked about that in January in that show about re- where we introduce reference points because in Holland, when they do that, no. that a lot, the, that statistics about lottery winners, mm-hmm. if your neighbor wins a lottery, the likelihood of you going to buy something brand new increases, increases. exponentially. 
But what we don't know is, is that maybe the neighbor is actually doing the renovation because they have a sick parent who's going to come live with them. And so they, they've saved money and they've rearranged their finances and they've rearranged their life because they're, they're getting ready to bring aging parents to live in the house. And so then we make a decision. Well, if he does the renovation, I guess we better. And so we up, a, but we've made it for totally different reasons, mm-hmm. right? And so when we talk about purpose specifically, this is unique to you. This is unique to how God's speaking into your heart. And it, it, and it doesn't have to be this necessarily this lifelong, oh, I now know why I was created to be put here on this earth. Uh, I love the example of, of our son who, hey, he made a decision that uh, to, to, to get the education to go in the direction that I want to go, I need an education. So right now his purpose is just simply to graduate. And, well, and he's the, working and making money and spending money to accomplish that. And I I was just thinking, as you were sharing already this morning, I was thinking about how many times I have spent money without thinking, uh, how is this going to detract from my purpose? So, you know, if, um, you know, my latest bet is that for King and Country concert, you know, it's one thing. But I was like, no, we have other plans this year with our money. So... I'm not going to the concert. And like, I'd really love to see those guys. It would be really fun. But at the same time, that is one place I've said no, because it's taking away from another thing we have planned for 2020. And those decisions have to be made. And what happens in the world I live in, the world I live in tells me you can have it all. You don't have Mm -hmm. to make those decisions. You don't have to be intentional. But but I counteract what the world tells me with, well, wait a minute, I can't do everything. I have this goal. And sometimes they're short-term goals, like 2020 goals. Sometimes they in- involve a five-year plan. Sometimes they're like, if I want to retire well, uh, or at the age of 65, or if I want to do more traveling, if I want to visit you know, 15 countries in the next 15 years, well, then that's a purpose for you. And you maybe will not be going to Starbucks and chapters every month or a week because you're going to be putting all that extra money you would normally spend in other places to those trips. Right. And remember that we're in, we're in a culture, we're in an environment, we're in a place where every day somebody is telling you what your purpose should be. And that you need this widget or this thing to be able to accomplish that purpose. And so, you know, having your purpose clear and defined and, and right there in front of you, stuck to the fridge. And, and as you mentioned, the, our, our North Star, it's the, the thing that guides us to the destination we want to go. Um, you know, that's so important because if we're, we're ambiguous or we're kind of quasi, I'm not quite sure what it is, then that's a great indicator of let's stop. Let's take some time. If you're in a relationship, then you sit down and you go, well, this is, I'm not sure what direction I'm going. Then, you know, stop and get your bearings. Um, and, and, you know, I like, I liken it to the idea of, you know, you're in a car and you're driving. And, and we kind of figured it out early on in our driving career that every time we get in the car, okay, maybe not every time, but 99% of the times we get in the car, we're going somewhere. There's a destination in mind. Mm-hmm. 
okay, there's the odd Sunday afternoon where we just get in the car and we drive and we're just going to look. But the reality is, is most of us get in the car to drive somewhere. Well, what would it look like if you got in the car for a week and you didn't have a destination in mind every time you got in the car for a week? You'd be like, okay, I get to the end of the driveway and I'm really not sure, should I go left or should I go right? And, and you might sit there for three or four minutes. Uh, you know, again, you, you kind of every turn you come to, you're going to be like, oh, my goodness, I have to make another decision again. Well, those decisions get really hard because we don't know where we're going. We don't know what the purpose is. But if I know, hey, I'm going to the grocery store because I got to go buy some groceries, then I make a right as I go outside my driveway, I make another right at the end of our road. I drive straight and I turn left into the grocery. Now, I stop at the stoplight. That's in between, right? <laughs> okay. He's and, just told you how to get to the grocery store from our house. <laughs> and the reality is, is those decisions are very easy to make, right? When you know that when you're I heading know that to... The and you know what? It, it is true. I think what makes people... The purpose, like we'll take Rick Warren's book name, The Purpose Driven driven Life, life. to have that purpose ahead of you. What makes it hard is all the flashing lights and gifts and sparkly things. In my case, books or Starbucks or, you know, I know those analogies are getting old, but um, those are things that that are flashing at me to take me away from the destination. Um, a clear purpose, Rick Warren says, not only defines what we do, it defines what we don't do. So we, if, if you have that purpose, uh, um, like whatever, whatever your goal is, but maybe there's some of you who are, I want to take a step back for a minute. Like what, how do you figure out your purpose? Like, I mean, Okay, we can have a trip, we can have Disney, we can have, you know, buying a new car as all those, you know, goals. Mm. And those are possessions and those are pleasures, right, that we seek. But we're talking at it, actually, we've we've used all these other examples, these Mm -hmm. um, maybe more surface goals. But if you are trying to figure out, like, you know, I'm in a career right now and it's not bringing me any joy and I really just want to work with the elderly and and be in the palliative care. I just have a heart to do that. How do you, you know, or maybe maybe it's just inklings of something that you're interested in that takes you deeper that may may mean you walk a different path than you're walking now to fulfill God's purpose and it will take money for you to get there. It's going to take money. So how do you how do you do that? First you have to have courage, you know, to start talking well, about it. And awareness, right? And like awareness. Uh, you know, and a sense of courage, courage but like talking to again if if that's your spouse or talking to a trusted advisor or talking to somebody who you can be totally 100% honest and 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 gut in a sense saying listen I get up every morning I go to work I do my thing and and the reality is um, it brings me absolutely no life. And so, yes, a change maybe, or maybe it's, you know what, I get up every morning and there's just this, this part that I don't like. Again, there's lots of parts of our, our job that we don't like. That's maybe not the best gauge. And some, having right. somebody walk you through that to go, well, wait a minute, is there something more purposeful in your job that you're going to get up and you're going to do that and you're going to do the thing you don't like to do? Okay. Right. Right. 
But sometimes there are, I mean, and we're using all these hypothetical situations. As you listen to this, you're thinking of your own story and your own journey. And you're thinking, you know, I'll take the example of what I just suggested. You all know I lost my mom. So that's probably why I'm thinking of palliative care. Because I was like, oh, man, I could... I could sit with people at their end of life. That would be something me, Rebecca, would probably... Um, my daughter thinks I couldn't handle it because I would be burdened by all the grief, but I, there's something absolutely beautiful about the end of life that people experience. And to walk with someone so they know they're not alone, that would be something, oh man, that's that's a neat thing. Now, I consider that and think, well, no, that's my, right now not my life's purpose, but I'm aware of it. Mm-hmm. And then I meet a client of ours who actually went... And became um, is study, studying or taking courses to be an end of life doula. Well, it's exactly that. You sit next to someone and you uh, help them walk that journey. You think, wow, something like that exists. And you kind of, but I'm using that as an example just to pay attention to what comes across your path and, and being open and receptive to it. Just because you don't like your job and you have this yearning to do something else, maybe you volunteer doing that thing for a couple weeks to figure out if that's really what you like. Maybe it's not going to mean you leaving one job and then doing this whole big thing. And in fact, it might mean that, you know what? I, I actually can generate a good income at my job. And, so and be I re- can do so what I can, I can go do, and do right. whatever. And, and again, some of that is just navigating that to say, what is your unique situation where you're going to go? All right. That I'm actually comfortable with because, you know, I like the security of having a, a paycheck and a regular income and the idea of launching out and taking courses and being an end of life doula sounds great, but it also sounds really scary. scary right? Because uh, of what? Right. Because of oh, your, okay. you have to look holistically at it. And sometimes these kinds of purpose driven decisions have to be done with counsel, with a lot of prayer and, and, um, N- not rushing in. And yeah. I guess, I uh, guess when we talk about purpose, though, we want, we bring it back again to our finances because that's why we're talking mm-hmm. about purpose helps you funnel your money into the place that you know it will have the greatest, uh, payback. Is that right? Or maybe fulfillment. Fulfillment. Or, yeah. Right. Now, some of you are also saying, okay, this is way too heady. I don't want to quit my job. I'm like, I'm living <laughs> think, my life. Think I'm about quite it. Happy. Again, this is where it gets so much fun and creative. So, okay, I'm in a job actually, liking my job, but I'm thinking of something like this. And my experience of how God speaks to me, to Dave, is, is that he gives me a heads up, sometimes years before I actually get to thing. And he's saying, hey, Dave, have you, have you thought about this? And, and I'm getting maybe a little bit older and wiser where I say, oh, okay, if that's something that I think maybe the Lord is a direction that the Lord has taken me, I know it's going to take money. So I need to set some money aside. So maybe you're in a job and you're like, you know what, I'm going to work like a dog for the next two years so I can take that year off and go to school and not go into debt and not be burdened by it. And because... I feel like that's the direction God's giving me. Again, then all of a sudden purpose becomes clear. The decisions you make on how you spend your money in the next two years is going to be, hey, we might not go out for that that well, concert then, then because I'm going to put that money into my savings account. Right. Oh, okay. Because there's there's we can also use that as a reason when people say, 
well, let's go do this. And you're like, you know what? Right now we've got our money designated for something in particular. Mm-hmm. And and there's nothing wrong with saying that. It's just being able to say it instead of saying, oh, man, we're going to go out for dinner and we don't have the cash. Or we have the cash, but we'd rather the cash go to our purpose. Of so, course. So, so you, you've hit on one of these. And this is this is a free one, guys. Okay, so listen to this one. <laughs> this is a free one. In our in, in how we, the coaching we do, we challenge anybody that says, oh, I can't afford it. We don't use that language right. or we challenge that language because the reality is, is if you really wanted to afford it, you, you could. Right. But we choose to put our money somewhere else. We are choosing to, to spend money on something different and than part that. Of, and part of this purpose discussion is telling your money where to go instead of it telling you. Absolutely. And Te- I'll say that again. Telling, telling your, your money, money where, where to, to go, go instead of it telling you and uh, making it behave i've making, heard it yeah, yeah making <laughs> your money behave and there's another part to this which um we talk about in one of our seminars that we do regularly and when we talk about purpose that there are a lot of uh, if any of you've been to the financial fitness seminar you've heard us talk briefly about pain and pleasure and how pain the pain of debt and the stress of it motivates people to get out of it um the, the pleasurable things, the things that we want to do to save money and all that in the short term, you know, to go on those trips or buy that car and all of that. Those are great motivators for, uh, for wanting to get your money in order, surely. But we always say that the purpose piece is the greatest motivator. It has the longest, it's like the foundation piece. And if you pay attention to it and are aware of your finances, you can let the purpose and the goals that you you and your spouse or your family or you as an individual have to, to help you tell your money where it's going to go. So, and, and this plays out in the practical way and we're coming to the end of the show. So we always like to leave some of the practical stuff and, and it, this can look like all kinds of things in your household. But first and foremost, if, if you're in a relationship and you're with a spouse, you know, deciding and, and having the discussion and being on the same page, right? Money is going to come into the house and there's nothing worse than the two parts of the couple that are, are in a sense to be united in, in, in money having two different purposes, right? Because then there's competition. So we just need to go, okay, what does that look like? Let's put the purpose. We're going to the East Coast on a vacation this summer. Guess what? That's going to take money. And we're we're united that we're going on the vacation, Rebecca and I am, and we're going to put some money aside to be able to do that. And so we just intentionally, okay, we go into the bank account and we make the automated transfer so that it automates, so that it's running in and filling up our vacation fund so that we'll actually have some money to spend on our vacation to pay for the expenses that are on our vacation. That's that's as simple as it needs to be. Be to make it practical. Maybe there's something that you, you as a family, hey, as a family, we want to go to, you know, on a family trip before the kids all leave. Well, okay, get that on the fridge. What does that look like for you? You can tell we like to travel. So yeah, we I'm do. using that yeah, as we're an, example. Using an example. But whatever it is for your family, become united and then do the practical thing. Open up a, a savings account, transfer the money in, do an e-transfer, come up with a plan, make it part of the discussion of your family. Talk about it around the table and say, okay, the fund is, you know, give updates on where that bank account is if it's something that, that you're feeling 
feeling like is is a savings component. Uh, maybe your purpose is just simply, hey, we want to be more hospitable. Well, here I'm going to tie the greatest scripture verses that Jesus spoke to us. Not the greatest scripture, but he said that the one man asked him one of the greatest commandments. And um, he said to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. And um, we talk about those um, with our clients at More Than Enough who we coach. And we say, if you... Uh, if you're like stressed, because I do, sometimes these are stressful discussions. Mm-hmm. Stress, like, oh, what do you mean I have to have a purpose? I mean, I just got to get my kids raised and out of the house. Like, that's as good a purpose. And you know what? Maybe that's, 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 a, that's a great purpose. You Lord do bless it with, that person that's yes. saying that right now, because that is so important. Right. So we're not saying you have to have some grandiose thing, a life change. In our story, it was a life change. Some of you have heard some of those pieces. You know, there was a great life trans and transition, and we had to to discover what the purpose was and how how we could use our money for that but when when well when, i'm gonna back up because when we had our first child yes we very intentionally looked at each other and went our our first priority is our family and so you decided to stay home yes and we decided to be a single income family and and that decision was was the money is gonna back up the decision, the purpose yes. of, of, of Rebecca and I, when we started to have children, was to raise a family. We knew we wanted more than one, and you were going to stay home with that child. And so everything right. else from a financial decision supported that. Yes. And went, and that's, that's important to understand. If you're at home in a single family situation where you're, you're at home with, with the kids, that is valuable. And it's not easy to... It is not easy. Those are hard decisions. Those are hard decisions. And, and I'm, and, but here again, let's not be listeners who are comparing your stories with ours or (laughs) ours to yours. We are called all differently. Our encouragement to you is to, um, draw near to the Lord Mm -hmm. and find out how you're wired. But you do that with Him. You take your journal. There's another practical thing. I like journaling. So you take your journal and say, you know what? What are my perp, what, Oh, maybe you do have purposes that you didn't recognize. Maybe mm-hmm. your purpose has been to be a stay-at-home mom and the world's telling you that's not enough. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's enough. Mm-hmm. And for this season, this is where you're walking. But he's calling us each to love the Lord with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength and to love our neighbors as ourselves. If we have those two purposes on our fridge and we ask every time we spend mm-hmm. money, how is my money fulfilling those two purposes? Oh my goodness. If we had the boldness and courage to ask that question, how am I spending money that, that further um, uh, expresses love to God and love to others? Well, I, I mean, I don't ask that question. Maybe, we, I mean, I got all these great okay, ideas pause. that I don't live by. You know, on the show conviction <laughs> right here. You know, it's like, oh my goodness, Rebecca, you just threw that out there. Now, now we're like, okay, we got to practice what we preach <laughs> on the show conviction. Okay, we are going you to can put see that we take notes on all this stuff, right? But yeah. the, well, the, the reality yeah. is, is what an incredible, what would, what, what would our neighborhoods look like if, if a dozen of us, decided that that's what we're going to do. We're, we're going to put that on the fridge and we're going to say, how does my money, every paycheck, when the money comes in, how does that reflect against loving God and loving others? What, what does that look like? And uh, I mean, yeah, on the show conviction. I know. I think we should do it. Oh, we're going to have to, we're going to have to have some, some serious 
discussion on on should, of course we should do it that's our whole life uh, i know but i uh, just it's like you said you know as we teach it mm-hmm. as we teach it as we say it the lord calls us to it mm-hmm. for you and i so yeah so loving god mm-hmm. and loving others and our you know what we're not perfect we do it in some areas of our lives sure and but to ask that of our money mm-hmm. you know how is our money expressing love to God and others. So Lord, help us. Lord, show us what that means for Reb and I here as, mm-hmm. as we, we speak on the show, but also for those that are listening that, Lord, we know that as we commit each and every dollar, as we commit each and every every resource that you bring into our possession to, to your goodness and to your plan, that, that it's going to produce fruit and it's going to produce fruit that has an impact for eternity. We know that's, that's the promises that you've made. So Lord, re-energize our purpose in this way that we would love others and love you and so lord we thank you for that today and we give you glory and honor in christ's name that wow. was fun crazy maybe we'll talk later this year to see uh if there's any fruit that's come from this so of course okay and, and you t- please tell us too. contact us more than enough.ca reach out on facebook uh, reach out on LinkedIn, more than enough on, uh, on LinkedIn, and just join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.